Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. This is far worse than we thought. We're going to be talking about this matter on faith and freedom involving the World Health Organization. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the World Health Organization and Joe Biden, they are racing ahead with a global plan for tyranny. The proposed amendments are very disturbing that we've been reviewing, mm -hmm. and they're far more radical than the proposed amendments, Holly, that we talked about last year that we feared would be passed during the World Health Assembly in May of 2022. Fortunately, they did not get passed, but they've continued to work, and they have made a lot of progress. They're getting more nations on board, and they're getting the Biden administration front and center. That's always been in support of this. They want to make amendments to what's called the International Health Regulations that essentially would change the WHO, the WHO, from an advisory organization to a legally binding organization. That's the big change, that it would no longer just simply put out statements, and you can accept them or leave them. Whatever statements it would put out, believe it or not, this would be binding on the nation's of the WHO. There's 194 nations that are members of the WHO. But you know, Matt, the good thing was last year we sounded the alarm and some others, Michelle Bachman and some others, sounded the alarm because you're not hearing this about, you're not hearing this on the media, of course, and sounded the alarm that people spoke out and these amendments did not pass. You know, other countries also got wind of what these, what they really meant. But here we are back again and they're just like they're on steroids now trying to pass even more amendments amendments that are more serious than what we had last year. Well, the main thing, as we mentioned, that the WHO would become a legally binding organization of a global nature, enforceable by international law. That's so frightening. That is frightening to have this Marxist dictator that is the director general and his organization issue a directive and for example, that directive could be, you need to lock down, you need to do social distancing, you need to wear a mask, you need to get these injection, or you can't work. Over America, a sovereign nation. And if you didn't do that, then they would impose sanctions. And some of those sanctions could be penalties, could be taking the United States to the world court. In fact, we have had that experience before with regards to labeling of beef under NAFTA. Uh, we wanted to label beef that was grown in America, and Mexico filed suit, and we lost that. And we had to stop doing that because Mexico didn't want us to label our beef that was made in America, if you will. So they could take us to the World Health Court. Uh, World Court. They could also impose trade sanctions. So that would mean using the World Trade Organization, they could stop trade and production and importing or exporting of certain products. They could also force other nations to do the same thing to the United States. So the amendments will give the WHO absolute control over all medical treatments, injections, personal protective equipment, determine what is essential, control trade, 
commerce and your ability to work, travel, even your ability to go worship, and even force quarantine and isolation. Mm -hmm. And require medical examinations and proof of vaccine and implement contact tracing. So can you just imagine, I mean, it sounds like a nightmare, but you know, you we saw what happened in China, especially during the lockdowns, and they're probably still some of them are locked down, but that would just, you know, spread to America, it a sovereign spread. nation. Yeah, the, the amendments would give the WHO uh, the ability to regulate and control all the, quote, components, materials, or parts, close quote, of any treatments. It could ban any kind of medication. It could require any kind of medication or vaccine or injection. The WHO would also have control over, quote, health care technologies, close quote. The WHO would be able to censor, quote, misinformation and disinformation. So we've already seen how the FBI was working behind the scenes with Twitter to censor certain information that the administration didn't want. Well, now you would have the WHO, the WHO, working globally with regards to all the social media, the mm -hmm. other kinds of uh, media outlets. I mean, it wasn't even social media only that we experienced censorship here in the United States with regards to COVID. It was also the, quote, legacy media or, quote, mainstream media. Well, think about this. Speaking of funded, back last year uh, or the recent G20 meeting they had, and it was a banker, a banker, not a doctor, a banker that was really pushing these vaccine passports or certificates. Now, think about that. Connect the dot. Mm -hmm. Why would a banker be interested in having vaccine passports or certificates? Because they can ultimately control everything you buy, everything you sell, all of that. They would totally have control over that. And in fact, they already do that in China. Right, so right. China is Everywhere the you model. go. And in fact, we've heard people say China is the model that have this ideology. Right. If you want to travel somewhere, they can or can control whether you're able to do that because they could cut well, off under, your monetary. Under these amendments, the WHO would be able to wield, quote, and I'm quoting here, leverage of communication channels to communicate the risk, countering misinformation and disinformation, close quote. You know, just imagine the WHO leveraging media and social media to tell you uh, how to comply, to tell you what they think is truth, to hide from you what really is truth. The Biden administration has been wanting to do that, trying to do that. They want social media to censor anything that would be against the lockdowns, against the COVID shots, against uh, his uh, horrible withdrawal of Afghanistan. And now Biden has been challenged on so many of these fronts. He wants this to be deposited into the control of a centralized global organization. So we have so many things that we can talk about. Uh, the, the WHO can control medical treatment, ration medical treatment. The WHO also considers that the lack of universal centralized health care is a threat to public health, so consequently can order the United States to have a centralized health care system. I mean, you know, Canada has tried that. The U.K. has tried it. That's why people can't get medical treatment there when they have a serious injury. Maybe for a cold or sniffle, it may be okay, but when you have a herniated disc, when we were doing litigation, Holly, on Obamacare, I was doing research about the NHS, the National Health Service in the UK. 
And if you have a herniated disc, the quickest that you could actually get it diagnosed, let alone operated on, is a year. Why? Yeah, because you, it takes a long time to get into your, quote, primary doctor, and then your primary doctor takes a long time to schedule a diagnostic study, and then a diagnostic study takes a long time to get scheduled, and then to get to the actual specialist who can read it and interpret it takes a long time. Literally, it was about a year, 12 months, before the time you have the herniated disc and the time that you can actually get it diagnosed that you have a herniated disc with one, just one, MRI. Unbelievable. Not another MRI, not another CT, just one major diagnostic study. So that's why you have medical tourism in these places that have centralized universal health care. The WHO would want to mandate that globally. Well, some nations wouldn't have the ability to do it. So guess who pays for it? You got it. You and me. Great. Through our taxes. But you know, I think about, you know, during COVID, if we thought, if we just got a taste of the control with these different blue states that were controlling, locking down the churches, locking down the schools, wearing, making people wear masks, you know, those kind of things. That was just a taste of the control. And they're just testing Americans to see, to get them, you know. Used to it. Used to it. Well, that's just a taste. So now is the time for we, the people, to rise up and speak and say, no, we will not tolerate this in America. Well, Senator Ron Johnson has a bill that he has filed in the U.S. Senate to require any kind of agreement with the WHO to come before the U.S. Senate for consideration of ratification. That requires two-thirds vote, 66 votes of the 100. Biden will not be able to get 66 votes in the Senate. Uh, That's why he's trying to bypass the Senate and trying to interpret this as not a treaty, but rather an agreement that he can just simply sign, just like George W. Bush did back in 2005. We need to make sure our members of Congress rise up. I know some members of Congress already, they've been written to and they respond. They don't understand the threat. They're thinking of old school, old amendments, not what is currently before the WHO and what Biden is supporting. So go to lc.org forward slash WHO, lc.org forward slash WHO, call, fax, sign the petition, lc.org forward slash WHO. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.